Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Conversations with online strangers. We place ads online. Craigslist is definitely the gift that keeps on giving. Real people respond. You go to Singapore or Thailand. You can't not do it. The temptation is just too much. Real problems. Does your friend know that you're banging her? No, he has no idea. And anything goes. Motto of the show, let your Greek flag fly. Probably the only good advice I'll ever give you is to rehide your whips and chain. Here is your host, Kathy. Hey, welcome to Strictly Anonymous Podcast with Kathy. If you can, if you're on Instagram or Twitter, follow me at Strict Anonymous. If you are on YouTube, or even if you're not on YouTube, go to YouTube, subscribe to my YouTube channel, like and share my videos, uh, and you could comment on all of them. I reply to every comment. Um, if you're, if you haven't subscribed to my show on the podcast app that you're listening to my show. Please subscribe, and if you can, write me a great review or even just give me five stars. That really helps the show. I'm at a 4.5. I'd love to get to a 5.0, but I think, you know, you, you, if you're out there and you've been doing your show for as long as I have, you're always going to have haters, especially if you're a woman and you slightly interrupt people. People are going to fucking complain. But anyway, if you can, like I said, write me a review or give me five stars. Um, if you want to be on the show, this is, uh, I'd say it's a call and advice show, but it's really not. It's like a strictly anonymous confessions, right? It's a place where people call up and confess uh, all about their secret lives, their naughty lives, or their interesting lives. I don't think that was a grammatically correct sentence, but I'm going to leave it. <laughs> <laughs> but um, if you fall into any of those categories or you just want advice, I do say it's a call and advice show because that's what I always wanted. I love to give people advice. I love peeling back the layers of situations. So if you want to really dig into some shit that you're going down right now and you want my advice because your friends are sick of listening to you or your friends give shitty advice <laughs> or you don't want them to know, uh, you can be on my show. Send me an email at strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com or go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com and click on be in the show. I also have a Patreon page uh, that I love. I love my patrons there. They're my favorite listeners because they support my show with cash <laughs> there's a bunch of tears there it's very you know it's super great when people do sign up for my you my patreon because like i said you are supporting my show i've been doing it for six years i never made a fucking dime i never just got around to doing my patreon page because i just would always forget about it and then COVID struck and I live in New York City and I was shut in. I mean, with a toddler, but I was able to get a lot accomplished and get that thing up and running. Like I said, I have a bunch of tiers there. The lowest one is three bucks. And like I said, for three bucks a month, you're supporting my show, but you also get something for that. You get a Q&A where I answer really interesting questions. Any question you want, I'll answer it. I'm a lot more open-minded or open about myself on my Patreon and on those Q&As. You also get these episodes early. And then there's other tiers. The highest one is the one where you get to talk to me off air. I don't air that episode. It's still anonymous because you're paying through Patreon. Um, so if you want to talk to me, but you don't want me to be on the show, you don't want to be on the show and you don't want me to tape it, but you still want to be anonymous, you could do that through my Patreon as well. As well, go to patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast maybe <laughs> and click on and then sign up um today i have on christine gangbang christine which is major that i have her on because when i posted all my videos on youtube i didn't even look at it for like a year i forgot i was just like sending all my podcasts to youtube and not really tending to it or knowing but like 
Christine's episodes went viral. I mean, she's got like over 100,000 uh, views on one of them. Um, and she wound up calling in three times. I call her Gangbang Christine because her first episode she called in to talk about the gangbang she had with five black guys, four black guys. I used the word black in my episode. I talk about this. Somebody got a real problem. But it was very specific. She was a white woman that was married and wanted to fuck a bunch of black guys. And that's exactly what she did. We talked about it. People loved her episode. It is by far the most downloaded episode I've ever had. And then she called in two times after. And things went, things really changed for her. It was really super interesting. We talk all about that. I give the backstory on all her episodes. So if you want to go listen to them and you don't want any spoilers, just fast forward through the beginning of the podcast, like the first maybe seven minutes uh, or five minutes, right? I give the backstory on where Christine is because we wind up, what we do on this episode is there's an update with Christine and it turns out that she wound up getting married to one of the guys who showed up for that gangbang. Now, in a previous episode, she was like banging him right after the gangbang. But I was like, oh, this is never going to fucking last. Right. <laughs> All right. But she's actually married to him. How did she get married to the guy that she met at the gangbang? Well, she talks all about it. How did they go from being like just fuck buddies, like I said, or go from the gangbang to fuck buddies to living together and having like a really great marriage? Uh, she explains that. She also explains how they have an open relationship where he's allowed to go fuck other people. She's down with it. She's not only okay with it, she also gets turned on by it. We talk about that. They had a threesome together. She's not interested in being with anybody else anymore. He totally satisfies her. There's no more gang banging going on with Christine, but she does deep throat. I was like, I could maybe give you the name deep throat Christine now. <laughs> Because, you know, her guy, we talk about how big his dick is and what she does with it and what she can do with it. And one of the things is she l loves to give blowjobs and she could deep throat and she deep throats him. So we talk about that. We talk about the threesome that they had with another woman. We talk about the couples he's had sex with that he goes back and, t you know, talks to her about and all that kind of good stuff. So sit back, relax, and I'm going to be right back on with another great episode from gangbang christine this is the strictly anonymous podcast oh uh, hey christine the famous yes. gangbang christine i mean that's gonna be in your title it's gonna be gangbang yeah. christine is back. i will forever be known as gangbang christine yeah i'm so excited to have you back on because you know since you were on years ago right how many years has it been yeah. since we last spoke i think it's been like oh my gosh i think we last spoke the beginning of 2017 or the end of 2017 maybe right so a or long 2016 so we're looking at like four years yeah so a long time ago right and I mean what I loved about your episode and I think what draws people in so much because listen your episode is by far 100% out of 300 and almost 60 episodes that I have the most number one downloaded episode ever not That's only on youtube you everybody could see how much they've been uh you know um downloaded but i could see on my stats too of my podcast and on youtube what's really interesting is i get a lot of comments and we'll get into that because there's okay. no, you know men get very triggered by my female callers and maybe you, it, women would get triggered too by like guys calling in to talk about stuff but maybe it's not so many women are listening to my show I don't know but I definitely feel like when I have a woman on guys come on and comment and they get really 
they criticize a lot. They do it. They did it to me when I started my episode, my show. You know, they yeah. would send me emails giving me advice and telling me what I was wrong. And I just think that there's something about that whole thing that goes on, that dynamic, right? But I think in a, a big, a more of a reason of why your show was so controversial, but also so great to me was that it really was like, it had a beginning, a middle, and an end, at least for that time period, right? It started yeah, off yeah. like you called in, and I'm going to give people a little backstory. Now, if you have not sure. listened to Christ- Gangbang Christine's first three episodes, you need to go back and listen. It doesn't matter if you're going to hear a lot of it now. It's still fucking fascinating because the first time I talked to you, you were a, a woman who was married. You wanted to, and you told your husband about it, right? You put an ad yep. out. You want to have a, a gangbang with black eyes. Now I put black eyes in, 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 in the title and somebody really flipped out on that, but that was very specific. Like that's what you were specifically looking yeah. for. Right. Well, you were a white woman married. You want to have a gangbang with a couple black eyes. You did with five of them, I think. Right. And then I had you four. Yeah. Four. OK. I So if people want yep. to hear all about that, it's salacious. It's hot. People love that fucking episode. So I'm like, <laughs> I got to get her back on. Right. I got you back on. And then the second episode, which I loved went in a totally different direction. And that's what I love about doing my show and getting on the phone with people, especially people numerous times, because there was so many other layers that I uncovered, right, that I had no idea. I thought I was going to get on the phone and hear another uh, story about sex, right, or like a lot of other sexual things. And it, it turned into an episode all about you and your husband and your guy's marriage and what was going on there, as well as the fact that you had started seeing somebody and copping feelings to one of the guys at the gangbang. Right. And now I'm giving it all away. So if anyone wants to, does it, you just wants to hear, you know, fast forward through these spoilers, it's going to be a couple minutes. Right. I just want to give the backstory. (laughs) And then, so that was like, what the fuck? And it was so interesting because there were so many more layers to what was going on between you and your husband and you personally as your own person and him personally as his own person. And like I said, the both of you as a couple that sort of probably led to the fact that you wanted to go and do this gangbang. Right. If anyone was like kind of curious, about it you get way more details about what was really going on in that second episode and it was more intense and I loved it and then you emailed me a little while after and was like oh my god my marriage is like fucking out the window right so then we did a third one and that's called Christine gangbang Christine's marriage is totally over right and that got even more deeper into the dysfunction that was going on in that marriage right and you know and where you guys were heading what was we talked a lot about the status of the guy that you were seeing I'm gonna give what I remember as my prediction of what was gonna happen and then we're gonna talk about what actually fucking happened right because this is like the part four to a really yep. interesting, fascinating story. So like I said, anybody that wants to hear what happened before this update, go listen to those three episodes because they're fucking great. But most people have listened to them already. But what happened when you told me that you were seeing that other guy, I was kind of like, you're just a side piece, right? Like, I mean, that's yeah. going to be something that happens. You know, he met you at a gangbang. I mean, I don't remember expressing myself this way, but it, the gist of it was, right, that this is going to be maybe a temporary thing, a rebound. Yeah. He's, yep. you know, just wants sex with you. You were copying feelings for him. And that's where we left it off, right? Because there were so many other things to unpack. Yes. Um, yes. 
but let me just tell the audience before I hit record you were like oh yeah I'm hiding in my room talking away from my husband and I I was like your husband like who the fuck are you married to because I know you said something about the guy from the gangbang that you started to see would come on with you today so I'm assuming you're married to that guy yes (laughs) no I listen I love being wrong okay like I was 100% right, wrong, right? Like, wasn't that my tone to you? Or like, wasn't that what I thought, right? When we last talked? I thought you you were going to be right, too. Because, you know, I kind of, he he was seeing somebody else, you know, he was not exclusive with anyone, but he had started seeing somebody else fairly regularly. And, you know, the way that we met was so different than typical (laughs) relationships. Yeah. And, um, you know, I was married. So there was like this barrier for us, right? Like Mm -hmm. there's just, you don't, you don't fall for somebody that you meet in a gay way and you don't fall for somebody who's married. So, um, you know, I kind of went on with my life, you know, my husband and I obviously at that time got divorced. Mm -hmm. Um, and I went on with, you know, we still spent weekends together. Um, but he had another woman during the week and I was like, you know what? I need to do what makes me happy and get out of this marriage. And if he is somebody that I still see, that's great. But if not, he has shown me that I deserve more from a partner than what I have. Right. So that's kind of the, that was kind of where my mind was when my husband and I split and I, you know, we moved out of our house and, um, you know, at the same time, you know, he and I still spent weekends together and, we were remind very... me really quickly remind me of whether that other girl the week the during the week girl like did she yeah. know about you or did she think she, she was exclusive she didn't expressly know about me okay she never said anything to her but she did know that he worked with me on the weekend or with a woman on the weekends. So Okay, but did she was, think she was like his real girlfriend? Did, yes. Okay. Yeah. So he was cheating and on it, her with you. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But I predated her. So it was just, it was a weird situation. It's, it's funny because I, I walked into a restaurant once and there he was <laughs> with right. her. Oh my God. You know, and uh, there was once when we were headed out for a weekend and she was in the car behind us. I mean, it was kind of, it was kind of funny, like, you know, and, and I, we had to have a conversation like this, you know, we can't be, this, this could be dangerous for us, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like, mm-hmm. So that was the beginning of 2017. And so my husband and I officially split and I, I, I went on Tinder and I'm like, I'm just going to meet some other guys because I want to know if the feelings that I feel for this guy are because he was so new and exciting, if they're lustful or, and if I'm going to feel that same way with somebody else, you know, I kind of wanted to like, I just wanted to see what else was out there and see. Valid, and compare, totally valid and smart of compare you. Compare the feelings. Yeah, totally valid. Because sometimes you think like, like maybe you're just crushing on someone because you really right. want a relationship, but it's not about really that person, right? It's just right. the the thought of being with somebody, the companionship, but there could be maybe yeah. a better match out there. Correct. Or just somebody that makes you feel even close than like, okay, so maybe this isn't just this person. It's, it's my, it's on me. It's my feelings. And so 
I, you know, I went on a lot of yucky first dates, like just a lot of like get, going to the bar and like these dudes. Oh my God. There's nothing worse than creepy. dating. Yeah. Oh, they were, there was one that, there was one that I had fun with, you know, that we, um, he's, he's traveling too. So it was just kind of like chance. Um, we, we actually still text each other from time to time. Um, but there was nothing that came close. And so we spent 2017, uh, most of like until late summer we were kind of just you know I was doing my thing and running my business and he was still with this other woman during the week coming with me on weekends and we kind of just stayed doing that the what I will say the best part of that part of our relationship was that there were just zero expectations right I was never going to be expecting him to be with me full-time I had zero expectations of any kind of commitment. He had the same from me. So we were just kind of freed of that, I Mm -hmm. guess, if that makes sense. Yeah, totally. I understand Um, that. Yeah. Hi, I'm Chris Gethard, and I'm very excited to tell you about Beautiful Anonymous, a podcast where I talk to random people on the phone. I tweet out a phone number. Thousands of people try to call. I talk to one of them. They stay anonymous. I can't hang up. That's all the rules. I never know what's going to happen. We get serious ones. I've talked with meth dealers on their way to prison. I've talked to people who survived mass shootings. Crazy funny ones. I talked to a guy with a goose laugh. Somebody who dresses up as a pirate on the weekends. I never know what's going to happen. It's a great show. Subscribe today. Beautiful Anonymous. Hi, I'm Chris Gethard, and I'm very excited to tell you about Beautiful Anonymous, a podcast where I talk to random people on the phone. I tweet out a phone number. Thousands of people try to call. I talk to one of them. They stay anonymous. I can't hang up. That's all the rules. I never know what's going to happen. We get serious ones. I've talked with meth dealers on their way to prison. I've talked to people who survived mass shootings. Crazy funny ones. I talked to a guy with a goose laugh. Somebody who dresses up as a pirate on the weekends. I never know what's going to happen. It's a great show. Subscribe today. Beautiful Anonymous. And it just made it a much more transparent and um, just a a really honest relationship. Um, The other thing that, that we, that kind of, And again, we met in a really strange way, but what that did for us was we both met doing something that was really pretty kinky, like pretty nasty. How many people get gangbanged and how many people participate in gangbangs? Not many. So we met. That's why it's so popular, your episode. Like it's the real deal. You know what I mean? Like it's fucking real. People need to listen to that episode. And so the fact that we met in that way really removed this barrier of, our dirty selves right like yeah it was all exposed you guys were completely real so it was like if you were gonna cop feelings for him or he was gonna cop feelings for you you really knew who you were copying feelings for (laughs) right and i'm copying feelings for a dude that may want to fuck other women from time to time right and he's copying feelings for somebody who wanted to get four dicks at once so (laughs) where do we go with that yeah you know yeah Yeah. um and it's funny because like when I was first concerned about gaming, I may have told you this, like, I was kind of like, okay, what's my next going to be? Like, right. I want 10 dicks. Yeah. I want to see how, you know, how many hours I can go. And that really kind of went away. Um, mm-hmm. And I think you've spoken on your podcast before about women being comfortable in monogamy and with one dick. And as long as it's satisfying my needs, like I'm, I don't need anything else right. um, mm-hmm. for him, mm-hmm. you know, for him, I know that he he might need some different pussy from time to time, and it's that's all it is. And so, 
meeting in that context really set up a very honest, transparent relationship. Right. Not not to say that there haven't been, you know, occasional times where I haven't been clued in or, you know, he hasn't known things. I mean, there of course, it's, it's a relationship. There's not always going to be um, always 100% all the time. But it's, for the most part, we've been in an extremely open, honest relationship. And the way that it started kind of led it to, to the point where late 2017, the other woman was out of the picture and, you know, I was making some decisions on where I was going to live and, you know, what I was going to do next. And it was kind of a like, well, do we do this together or do we not? Because, you know, we need to be free to be able to see other people or find another person. And or, did he know you were dating? Like, would you go back and tell him about like the, this guy no. that you met or anything? Or did you keep it on the down? Line? I kept it. I, I told him, I said, yeah. I'm, I, I want to see what else is you know, I, I'm not going to be exclusive with you. You're not exclusive with me. Yeah. So there might be some other people, but it wasn't like I would come back and report, mm-hmm, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. I'm not, you know, that was not part of the part of it. No, know, I think cause... that that's good. Cause I think once you start doing that, it's like, it keeps it more as like a friend thing. You know what I mean? It could yeah, like tarnish yeah. a kind of rom- romance if you want that yeah. to grow between you guys. So now yeah. he, that other girl's out the picture and then how does it, how do you guys start to get closer? <laughs> it involved another woman. Okay. Let's go there. What does that it mean? Involved, it involved, well, so we, we kind of made this choice, right? Like we, we made this choice and then we had already planned to have. What, like, to move? Is that what the choice was? Like, yeah, to move in together. It's okay. kind of like, okay, we're going to be official yeah. now, right? Mm-hmm. So, and then the next weekend we had, we already had plans with this other woman that we knew to come and join us for the weekend. How did that go down? How did that happen? <laughs> well, I, mean, I don't remember. Was, Had you ever been with other women before? Not, in, not naked. Okay. Like I've made out, I've made out with them. Right, you know, right, right. Like never, drunken kind never of thing. In a, yeah, never in a, like a really sexual way. And so, but you, know, you we wanted to. About, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm totally mm-hmm. open. Like yeah. if it feels, if it feels good, I'm, I'm down, down. Uh-huh. you know? Okay. So we had kind of talked about it and we were laughing and like, let's just do it, you know? And so this was before we decided that we were going to be, before I knew that things were not going well with the other woman. He, he kept that fairly private as well. And yeah. part of it was my, I don't want to necessarily hear about it all either. Uh-huh. So um, so we had invited this this person to come. Who you know, was she? Was she like your good friend? Was she someone that you found no. through a, a somebody site? That, somebody that he knew. Okay. Somebody that he had had a previous relationship with but okay um, cool long long over right so um she came up and we we all got we got naked and had a threesome and um the exact moment when he and here's the thing like he thought I had always been kidding about or just saying that I'm okay with him getting other pussy yeah you know that I'm okay with that type of situation he thought I had been kidding until I had his balls in my mouth when he had his dick in another woman. Right, right. And you right in oh. front of you. And you were cool with it? <laughs> Let me ask you this. Were you yeah. not only cool with it, was were you also turned on by it? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean I I get off like he's got like a regular person, not a regular, I shouldn't say regular, it's like every few months mm-hmm. where he'll see this person and I get off on it. Like yeah. this guy has really great dick. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of the one that's saying, you know, in control of like being okay with it or not okay with it. And 
yeah, you can have him every now and then, but he's mine. Right. You know? and, but like, you like to hear the little... stories like he goes and bangs yeah. her and he comes back and brings it to you. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And I, 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 every, you know, I'll ask him what he did while he's fucking me and it turns me on. Right. Mm-hmm. So. And now I how do you just... like being with that girl yourself? I enjoyed it. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to go out and be with another girl alone. Uh huh. Um, a lot of it has to do with I like to I like to please him and he reciprocates. Yeah. You know, like it it's a very I don't know, I, I enjoy pleasing him. I enjoy pleasing him with another woman. So Right. So it's more about um, him. But like did you go down on her? Did she go did you do everything that you could do with a woman? We didn't do that. No? No. We like no, we didn't. He he did on both of us. Okay. So it and was then, like you like, guys were with him together, but Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, cool. And, and, but I mean, we made out, yeah, sucked titties, you know, yeah. played with each other, like that, you know. And again, I'm all about feeling good. Yeah. I would, ra- I would rather suck a dick, though. Mm-hmm. And I don't mind sucking a dick after he's been inside her either. Like, that's fine. Right. So you um, did all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, and that's when he knew he was like, oh, maybe you are okay. <laughs> you know, like, right. It was just like this kind of like light bulb that was like, she really is okay. And I think a lot of, a lot of it is he's used to women that are jealous, that are, um, that are, you know, that don't say the truth because they're afraid of what the dude's going to say or think. Yeah. But again, the way that we met and the way that our relationship evolved kind of took that away. So yeah, you never um, had to hide that side of yourself. No, but it, no. It, you also though had other things going on for. I mean, because you guys are married now, right? So you guys obviously yeah. had the other pieces of the pie that go into having a, a full relationship with someone, right? Yeah. But I think a big thing, and I think it's the basis of my show, is that one of the pieces of the pie is, you know, the sex life, right? And being intimate Absolutely. with your partner. And a, a lot yeah. of times that piece of pie is like muddied because people can't be really upfront with what right. they're into and stuff because of how they feel the other people, the person will feel about it. But like, like right. you said, that was off the table, you know? Yeah. I mean, listen, it's like it, I would in most cases, like you would think on paper, if you didn't know what happened, you know, that this would not be something that would lead to a real relationship and then a marriage, <laughs> no. you know, but you're here to say that it did. And it's interesting. And that's what's yeah. so fascinating about it, you know, because I have yeah. to say, and I'll get right back. I'll get back to the story. If people yeah, listening, yeah. They, they know I interrupt and whatever, but I'm, I, I know where we were at, but I have to say that on your videos on YouTube, you've got millions of comments on there, you know, and a lot of guys do, really were horrified by what you did to your husband that you wanted to have a gangbang but you were you know what I always say to them it's like you were very upfront about it yeah there was other things going on under the surface and we got to that right but I think both of you weren't really being honest uh, about that both of you, not just you, you know what I mean? And and not just him. I mean, you were both equally like going your separate ways. You were both equally going through changes and going through shit, but you were 
somewhat honest with how you thought you guys both felt. He thought he was fine with it. You thought this is what you wanted to do and stay with him. You know what I mean? And that's, but a lot of people don't understand that. That's why I'm always like, listen to the fucking other episodes and really like, listen. And that's why I love doing my show and really talking to people because you get, there's so much more that goes into a story than, oh, someone had a gangbang and now she's married to him. Like, how the fuck does that happen? You know what I mean? But it does happen, (laughs) right? It happens here. And the details are what is important of why it did work for you guys. And one of it is, like you said, that, the you know, you guys were really open about who you were. And yeah. it wasn't a ruse. Like, you didn't have a gangbang to get him. You didn't know. You didn't go into no. the gangbang thinking God, you're going to wind no. up with your second husband. I mean, no <laughs> way. You did it because I th- mean, that's where you're at. Yeah, we laugh about it all the time. In fact, he doesn't even like to talk about how we met because, like, he doesn't like to think of me in that way anymore, <laughs> but I'm like, I, I tell him, I'm like, unless we, if, if we hadn't met, well, first of all, that's why we met, but if we hadn't met in that way, we wouldn't be where we are because you would still be worried that I'm really not cool with the way that you are. and You never would have told me. I mean, there's just so yeah, many you might have that not been comfortable out t- of the way. Yeah. You might've not been comfortable telling him you want to have a threesome and you know, right. stuff like that for sure. So wait, so now you've had this threesome with that girl. He was like, okay, yep. she's down. So then did it start to get, I mean, you're living together. So it's obviously now you're in a committed relationship, right? Yeah. We, we actually weren't living together. We had about four months. Oh, okay. And where, Oh, right. Where he was still, with the girl right when you were not anymore okay not anymore so we were both living separately um because we had both separated from our you know significant others yeah you know previously um we started spending more time together um he has kids so we had to take that you know pretty easy and slow just to make sure that you know there was time to adjust um really cognizant about kids that's like a big a big thing. We want to make sure that everything's done right by them. Uh huh. So, um, January, 2018, I guess January, 2018, I think, or 2017. Yeah. I don't even remember the day. Yeah. It was 20. 20- anyway, we moved in, we moved back in, we moved in together. Mm-hmm. So, um, and then it was about a year and a half before we actually got married. We just eloped, which was wonderful. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it's been a wild ride and, you know, we're, we're pretty settled into our day to day. Um, it's, it's funny, but in the last probably five, four or five months, my ex-husband and I have become a lot more friendly. Um, he's been open to being, communicating with me and we've been, you know, we've been friends. And of course the guys, he's totally you know, my husband's totally fine with that. He knows, he knows the deal. So I love um, that because I have to tell you, and I am going to cut you off there because I have to tell you a lot of people really, uh, felt bad for him and saw him as the victim in that scenario. And I, I, if you go in my comments, I always said like, listen, like you don't know what's going on with them now. I'm sure so many years later, eventually people move on and they're happier and stuff. Like I know that when you look at, you know, a story like in one place where, oh, things just ended, you know what I mean? And this is terrible yeah. and everything. But like five years down the line or a couple years down the line, most of the time, like people are in better places, like bad things happen so that people yeah. could grow and move on. But I, that's the bigger picture, you know, and that's what I always say. So I'm I, one of my questions was going to be to you, what is the status with that? Because that's what I always yeah. believe that you guys were 
you know, moving in different directions. It had to happen. Things like that have to be messy. Okay. I'm sorry. Like it would be weird if it wasn't. You cried on that last episode. I mean, this was not an easy thing. Like, I mean, this was, you know, it was like a bad car crash, right? It was, it was bad. But, you know, you, it was coming, right? And it was, it was something that was better for the both of you. Yeah, it was years and years of, I mean, I, we were married, like, before things imploded for seven years. Surprise, right. surprise. Right. Um, but I would say the first year was good. Yeah. And that was it. Uh-huh. And um, so much of it came down to my business and I travel a lot. Yeah. And he wasn't comfortable with that. And I... I'm not comfortable in, in a desk job. I right, just, right. You... I'm not comfortable in a day-to-day. And that was where the real struggle was. Um, yeah, that's a compatibility problem, right? Yeah. That, that, and that's not going to go away. Yeah. And I'm going to be unhappy doing anything else. And he's going to be unhappy with me doing that. So, right. so you both needed um, to be with other people, right? Yeah. That's yeah. what it was. And I'm yeah. happy that because that's the way I think stories end eventually in the way that it should go and that's the way life works it's not the movies where immediately you're happy and you're you get over it and stuff but like years later and you guys don't have kids so you guys could never talk to each other but the fact that you're friends is is great yeah I'm I'm honestly very surprised um you know it was it was it was not a very it was obviously it was very messy and a lot of things happened and I um I texted him, you know, on Thanksgiving, just saying, I'm really thankful that you are in my life as a friend because we have a history and, you know, we had some, we had good times and I'm grateful for that. And he's like, shit happens. He's like, why throw everything away? Right. Yeah. That's awesome. You, know? you yeah, you were with him for a reason in, and yeah. sometimes when that reason goes away, like, you know, the romance and that kind of stuff, but the friendship is could still be there. I'm friends with like every single one of my exes, almost yeah. all of them. And it's because like, I like something about them. Like most of them, right. it didn't work out because I didn't like them romantically. Like we were not well suited, but right. I like them enough to hang out with them for a year or two years, whatever it is. So obviously I like them and they're like my friends, you know, not everyday yeah. friends or whatever, but no. you know, you have good feelings for them and everything's cool. No matter what happened, even my boyfriends did the worst thing to me I can get past it I, I I understand this story more than I understand those people out there that are still holding a grudge to somebody from 10 fucking years ago yeah. you know what I mean like yeah I, I just, it's not worth it the only person you're hurting is yourself when you hold a grudge like that no but it's because also, they don't care right but it's also <laughs> but I what I think though is also more important is that I think we're all here to like learn and grow as people. Right. And I think that really horrible things, at least for me, every single horrible things, and I've had horrible things happen to me, right. Have happened to me when I look in the rear view mirror for, for the better. Oh yeah. I, I am so thankful. You know, there, there are times where um, I'm so sad or I'm not as sad as I used to be, but when we weren't, when we weren't as cool, there were times when I would get sad or I would feel guilty and you know, my current husband was like, you got to let it go. Yeah. You, know? you yeah. have to let it go. How is because, he though now? Um, as far as. As like, is he in a relationship? Is he married? Does he have no. kids? Anything? Nope. He has a really good friend who's a woman, but she's a lesbian. Okay. Um, but they spend a lot of time together and I guess they're attracted to the same type of woman. So they 
I don't know if they're if they're each other's wing people, but yeah, they. I mean, like they'll spend holidays together, and so I'm just. I'm thankful that he has someone, regardless yeah. of what the status of the relationship is. Is there um, any way he could be gay? I don't think so. Right. I don't think so. But maybe um, he's with her and spending all the time, because like, that's like a very safe kind of yes. thing. Maybe he's just not really yes. ready for a real relationship yet, right? So that's, that's like the perfect that's thing. That's the way I see it. Yeah. yeah mm-hmm. That's the way I see it. But I'm, I'm really grateful that he has someone in his life like that, you know, because he needs... We all need someone, you know, yeah, we, all, sure. we get lonely. So, but um, it's great that think, he got past it too. And he's able yeah. to be cool with you. He knows you're with the guy from the gangbang. Yeah. Yeah. It took me a while to tell him that we got married. <laughs> that was tough for me. How was it um, for him? Hi, I'm Chris Gethard, and I'm very excited to tell you about Beautiful Anonymous, a podcast where I talk to random people on the phone. I tweet out a phone number. Thousands of people try to call talk to one of them they stay anonymous i can't hang up that's all the rules i never know what's going to happen we get serious ones i've talked with meth dealers on their way to prison i've talked to people who survived mass shootings crazy funny ones i talked to a guy with a goose laugh somebody who dresses up as a pirate on the weekends i never know what's going to happen it's a great show subscribe today beautiful anonymous hi i'm chris gethard and i'm very excited to tell you about beautiful anonymous a podcast where i talk to random people on the phone i tweet out a phone number thousands of people try to call talk to one of them they stay anonymous i can't hang up that's all the rules i never know what's going to happen we get serious ones i've talked with meth dealers on their way to prison i've talked to people who survived mass shootings crazy funny ones i talked to a guy with a goose laugh somebody who dresses up as a pirate on the weekends i never know what's going to happen it's a great show subscribe today beautiful anonymous he was like okay well congratulations and i'm like are you okay he's like why wouldn't i be <laughs> and i was like oh that was a lot easier than I thought. Right. So, mm-hmm. He's moved um, on. I think, I think he may have been a little, a little stung, um, but it wasn't nearly as difficult as I thought it was going to be. So, right, right, right. So he um, knows that now. Yep. Yep. He knows that, you know, I've got stepkids and, you know, the, the house that we live in now is a house that my ex-husband and I built together and I got it in our, in our agreement. And, you know, it, it's, it is what it, it it is what it is, and he's cool, and I'm just really really grateful for that. Right um, now, let's get back so, to your guys' relationship. Now yeah. you had that threesome with that girl, and now yeah. you guys get together and you get married. Now, what's your sex life like for the past couple of years that you've been married? So it's pretty tame. Um, we when we were first like before we got married, when we were kind of like you know, decided to be exclusive, we kind of like tested the waters and to see if there were some other couples we might be interested in, or, you know, we met a couple women that were, that said that they wanted to be, you know, in a, be with a couple, nothing really panned out. And then the, the more and more we got into our exclusive relationship, the more that I realized, like, I don't really have any desire for anybody else. Uh huh. You don't want another guy for sure. No. Right. Like, if, if it came down to it and, like, we found a couple that we enjoyed, like, I might take one for the team. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, or whatever, you know. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm cool with that. But, you know, the more and more we got into it, it was, he was like, I, he's like, I don't know if I'm comfortable seeing you with another guy. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm, I'm totally cool with that. Like, I have zero desire mm-hmm. for any other men, which is, you know, he's, he's satisfying everything I need. And, um. For again, for women, you have an emotional need, and it's like 
I don't, I don't crave anything else. I wasn't getting that kind of satisfaction with my ex-husband, right. physical mm-hmm. or emotional. Right. Um, but he satisfies it all. And so I'm, I, we're, we're just, we're pretty, I mean, we're pretty, pretty normal. You but know, wait, I mean, but when did he get this other girl and how did that happen? And what kind of conversations did you have that led to that relationship with the, not relationship, you know, but that situation, the, the woman that think, he sees every now and then. Yeah. Uh-huh. She goes, she goes back. Um, she's married. Well, like married for 20 some years. I mean, no, but how did married. he bring it up and how did it come? Like, did you, cause I would um, assume, you, you know, you guys are open couple. So and you yeah. had that threesome at some point you would have said to him maybe, Hey, you know, I don't care that I don't want to be with anyone else, but I know you might have needs as a guy. And if you want to, like, what was that conversation like? That's something that we, we talked about from the very beginning, honestly, okay, right. from, from the, because he did have the other woman that he was seeing and it right. was kind of a joke like you know that he he had his his daytime and then his you know his nighttime or you know his weekend girl and his his like you know weekday um there was some song that was out at the time that was kind of funny um that that went along with that and so you know i knew that he enjoyed having two and i'm i was you know that part didn't bother me at all Right. Um, well, I think a lot of women would be the opposite. They would like be okay with that situation, but they would expect it to change when yeah. they were the full-time girl. You know what I'm saying? But so you I, were, I mean, you, it didn't change once you started to really like move in with him. You didn't feel like, oh, now you're my guy and that's, that's it. No, no. other girls. why? Mm-hmm. Like here, here's the question. Why? Right. I know who he is. Yeah. I know who he has always been since the day we met. Mm-hmm. The, the number one problem that women have in my opinion is trying to change somebody after that after they've they've locked them down yeah for sure a lot of people do that but also let me just tell you the other problem is a lot of guys you know show up with a dozen roses and the promise of monogamy and I only want you and I'm never gonna I don't want anybody else I mean you know a a lot of times like guys are being honest like hey I like to have side pussy you know like some guys don't even need that right but for the guys that do they don't lead with that or tell girls again that was never that was never something that was hidden with the two of us right Mm -hmm. right ever right and so um you know he like I knew about this other woman that he sees occasionally. I knew about her before we were exclusive. Oh, okay. So she was always there. Yeah. She was just kind of always like, I think she goes back years and literally let's like maybe every three to six months. It's not very often. Yeah. And I'm comfortable. Like, I don't know if I would be as comfortable if it was some single woman. Mm -hmm. I, you know, and I, we had this conversation that I know what your relationship with me was like. And I know that you had another girlfriend who thought she was your one and you know, that you yeah. all were exclusive. So I don't want another Christine. Yeah. I, you, you cannot have another Christine. Meaning and, you, the, the side right. person that someone doesn't know about. That I don't know about and that he has feelings for. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know, mm-hmm. that is not okay with me. Right. I said, and, and I, and that was kind of like, if, if she's a single per- woman or like, I need to know this person. If, if it's, you know, if it's this married woman that's been married 20 years that he goes and sees, you know, every six months, I'm not, I'm cool. Like, I don't care. That's, yeah. you know, that's, that's no threat to taking your guy. Right. It's just sex and you could and, see the difference. And I honestly don't think that any single person would be a threat either. I just don't want any drama. Yeah. I don't want somebody to be, 
you know, to be trying to text me or Facebook me. I don't want that kind of bullshit. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is this is just pussy, and the woman needs to know that. Mm-hmm. And so I don't worry about him because I know him, and you know, now I mean maybe I shouldn't say that because of the way that I was with him, but because of the way that we have been since the beginning, I know that he's going to tell me. Yeah. Um, but I don't trust women for the most part. So I don't, you know, I don't, I don't want him. He has to like somebody he's fucking, but I don't want him to have a friend, like to have some woman that's also his good friend that he's going to fuck to. Like to me. Now has he has other women besides this, the married woman or no? Every now and then, like, you know, back when Craigslist was still there, like Mm -hmm. it's typically a, it's typically a couple, like a a guy, a a man, a husband and wife. And it's kind of their fantasy together that it's like a cuckle, a cuck situation. Yeah. 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 Uh Like if you're, I'm sure you're, you're familiar and your fans are familiar with that. Yeah. So, um, and I'm, and I'm totally fine with that. Like I have zero problem with that kind of situation because it's typically, you know, once or a couple times and, you know, it's, it's just come fuck my wife and leave. Yeah. And And then, and he comes back to you with that story and you find it hot. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. You know, because again, I know what good dick he has and it makes it hot knowing how he gets another woman off because chances are her husband's probably not doing it. Right. (laughs) So, so it's like, right. So you get off on that, like feeling like your husband is the guy you've got the fucking hot guy with the big dick. Yeah. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and there's like, um, you know, there, there are definitely like some, some like the discretion part has to be there. Like, you know, there's a lot of different, you know, not necessarily ground rules. We don't really have any specific ground rules, but we know the expectations of how those kinds of things are going to go. So, well, you do have some rules. I mean, the rules are like, he can't cop feelings. It can't be someone you don't know about. Right. I mean, and I think most people have rules, you know, maybe 10 years from now, you won't have any rules. You won't need them. Right. Cause it's, but I think it's, it's boundaries. Yeah. yeah, boundaries. boundaries. Right. That's a better word for it. And what's nice is that we travel a lot. So uh, most of the places where we travel, you know, if we're going to try and, and get something together there, it's it's not it's not someone that's going to be in our backyard. Um, right. So when you the, go away with him, he'll like looked online or look, something. To, yeah, we okay. look together. Like honestly, I it is my fantasy to set him up with somebody he doesn't know, like right. to find someone uh-huh. and to just have them meet him. Like go knock on the door. I've got you. I've got you something. She's coming. You know. Right. And how come you, you just haven't been able to set that up yet? No, like we've been trying. Right. There's, you know, I've put ads out mm-hmm. and they get, a lot of time they get flagged and taken down. Right. Um, you know, I respond to ads. I haven't gotten anything back yet, you know, whether it's a couple or just a woman. Uh-huh. Um, but, you know, a lot of them, like there have been several couples that he's spoken to. They don't believe him. They don't believe that I'm okay. Right. He's like, she will FaceTime you. <laughs> We, she will talk to you whatever you need and they just they think that he's a single guy or that no that he's married and he's trying to cheat and so and they're it's not just into a tough, that yeah it's a mm-hmm. tough sell yeah but he has been able to hook up with a, cu- a bunch of couples yeah mm-hmm. yeah here and there yep and have you yep. do you go online with him and like look at their pictures does he show you stuff yeah. like that right like you want the visual yeah i do i want to know i it, i mean i don't have to know yeah. but i'd like to know and um you know, if it works out for me to meet 
them before anything happens, that's even better because it makes me feel better about it. Right. And now, is there a certain type of woman like that you prefer him to be with or anything like that? As far as like if you were going to go looking for somebody, what would you, who would you look for? Um, I'd probably look for an older married white woman. Right. Honestly, because right. I, I would be, I, I'm, I'm, you know, finding somebody that I feel like needs it. Yeah. <laughs> more than, more than some single hot woman. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he really, he loves natural bodies and he's, he loves older women, like not, you know, not grandmas, but he yeah, loves yeah. women that are his same age. Like we're not out there looking for the beauty queen. We're looking for someone real. Right. So, um, how old are you that's guys? What, um, we're mid forties, mid forties, right? Early mid forties. Yeah. Right. Okay. So you're looking so, for people you know, around your same age, but married yep. for sure. Right. Not always. Yeah. Um, I'll go on, you know, like the guys searching for, for, for men and I'll, I'll just try and like, Weed through, and you can typically tell by the way somebody writes an ad what you know, kind of, I guess what what they're about. Yeah. Um, so, but again, it hasn't worked yet. So, and and it's I don't know if it worked better if he responds or if it's me because I typically respond. He's like, he's like, I want you to respond. I want you to talk to this person so you're comfortable before I even talk to them. Yeah. So, um, but you know, I, I'm, he goes on too. Like I'm, I know he goes on, and you know sends messages. And again, we're very honest about and open about what we're doing. So, um, but you know, I, it's just, it hasn't worked yet. And I think, I don't think people believe us, but it's worked with a couple of couples, right? He has found some couples, right? It's more the girl, the single girl, like the the girl solo that you want to make happen. Right. Yeah. That hasn't happened, but he still has his woman that he sees now. She knows about you. I'm assuming. Why would, Oh yeah. Yeah. And she's, I mean, and, and it's been a while with her because, yeah. you know, schedule, schedules and, yeah. you know, lives are getting in the way and yeah. coronavirus has yeah. also mm. put, a, put a halt to a lot of things. So, but have you ever met um, her? I have not. Right. Okay. Nope. But again, like she predates me. So I'm, and I'm, I'm cool. Like I'm comfortable. I'm not worried by any means. You right. Know, so I, the I'm only creeped. reason why you would want to meet somebody else maybe beforehand is just to make sure that they're not going to be after your guy or something, right? That was that, that well, the reason? Not, not even that. Like, I know that if they're after him, that he wouldn't engage in that. I don't want right, them right. to you be a trust. problem for me. Right. Oh, okay. I get it. You know, right. uh-huh. like, I don't want some woman to be thinking that she can try and take him or create creating any drama with me. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't, I just don't need that in my life. Like don't be texting him. If your husband, if you're having a fight with your husband, yeah. don't be trying to, you know, say shit to me about him. I know that you're, that you've done this, that you all, you know, have done this and that's, that's what I want. I just, I don't want any kind of problems. Where does he fuck me. that woman when he does banger? Like where do they her do house. it? At her house. Okay. Her house. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And the I, other couples, has he ever done it at your house or is it always he goes to them or they go to a hotel? It's a hotel. Hotels. And it's, yeah. And and like there are times when we travel a little more locally where it might be, we might have a hotel for a night or something. But yeah, it's never, I have a pretty, it's another one of our ground rules unless I'm here. I don't want anybody at our house. Right. Not, not when you're not home. But let me yeah. ask you this because you said earlier, like the, one of the problems with your husband was that you traveled a lot, right? So this guy is very different. I mean, he goes with yeah. you. Yeah. Yep. I, um, I 
I have a very successful business. Uh huh. And it's um, your own business. My own business. Yeah. Uh huh. And um, it requires a lot of travel. And he is secure enough with who he is to not to be okay with the, me being the breadwinner. He right. still he still works part time and you know does his thing when we're home, but our main focus is my is my business and running my business and you know as best as I can which involves him being with me because it's it's a um it's a really weird thing that I do and I like having somebody with me it would get really lonely if he wasn't so well that's what happened in your first marriage that's why I'm like I'm glad to see that there is that difference right that and that's gonna be because listen you said that was the reason why it didn't work out with your last husband right so you know if you were doing that same thing you'd be probably headed for you know uh, maybe another another disaster disaster. (laughs) yeah exactly but yeah you're doing something different which is he travels with you and that's that's key your other husband didn't want to or it just what did he have a full-time job and he was more into that structure of that Hi, I'm Chris Gethard, and I'm very excited to tell you about Beautiful Anonymous, a podcast where I talk to random people on the phone. I tweet out a phone number, thousands of people try to call, I talk to one of them, they stay anonymous, I can't hang up, that's all the rules. I never know what's going to happen. We get serious ones. I've talked with meth dealers on their way to prison. I've talked to people who survived mass shootings. Crazy funny ones. I talked to a guy with a goose laugh, somebody who dresses up as a pirate on the weekends. I never know what's going to happen. It's a great show. Subscribe today, Beautiful Anonymous. He had a full-time job. I had a full-time job until, um, until like 2017 when I quit to do my, oh, okay. To, to, okay. to do my full-time. So I would go on the weekends and he didn't want to go a, oh, okay. also he was not comfortable with the money that I made. Right. He, um, it was because it was significant. It was significant and it was significantly more than what he made. Right. Um, so that was a problem. Um, and especially when I wanted to spend my extra money on myself, like it was just, um, it was just, it was a really weird dynamic when it came to my work and my money. And I worked, I mean, I worked my ass off, you know, I had a a nine to five and then I would go work in my own business both days of the weekend. And then I would be back to my nine to five. Right. Just to get up and running. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And to, to like buy a house and to, get rid of all of our debt. I mean, you know, that went to, that was, that was extra money that just went to making our life better. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, when, when I told him I wanted to do it full time, this is well before, this is years before, two years before, um, my gangbang, you yeah. know, when I told him that I wanted to do this full time, he goes, I don't know if our marriage, marriage can survive this. And so that honestly was what really did us in. Right. So it was really, I mean, I remember getting that you guys were going in very different directions. It really was. I mean, the other thing that was going on was that you had lost a lot of weight too, right? Yep. Now, and I was, have you kept yourself like in good shape and all that stuff? Like so many years later, how you, not the way, not the way it was. Right. (laughs) Well, it's current. I don't think anyone's the way it was during COVID. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, but you know, I'm, I'm certainly, paying a lot more attention to my own self-care and to taking care of myself way more than I did, um, before the transformation. So, um, so yeah, I mean, we're, you know, and and we, we go together and, you know, there's, um, like, like I said, I've fallen off the wagon. I don't, I don't race the way I used to, but I also have the desire to do it again. So we'll be, we'll be getting there. So certainly not, certainly not the way I was pre split. Um, 
but that was, I think, I think a lot of that was a coping mechanism too, to, to be dealing with my stress yeah. and to not have to be home a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, because I was training for probably three hours a day. <laughs> yeah, so that's not realistic. I mean, unless no, you're Arnold Schwarzenegger, no. like, you know, or like you're a famous actress and it's your job to be in perfect right. shape. I mean, who and, has three hours a day every day? Somebody that has no right. life. And and my and I work my my work. I mean, I may work four days a week, but I'm working for 12 hours a day and it's yeah. physical work. Yeah. yeah. So um, there's just not like I've talked to other people in my profession about like, how do you do marathons? How do you run? And they're like, you just don't, you don't do right. it when you're working full time like this. So right. it's, it's a, it's a kind of a, just a maintenance versus an actual, like really working hard the way I used to, which is, I think totally it's more fine. like just being moderate and realistic yeah. and with your, you know, what you could do and not do and still yeah, keep yeah. other parts of your life. Okay. You know, I was always a working out person. I'm a big working out person, but there's been times in my life where I haven't been able to work out or I yeah. can't work out. And I know I would always have a lot of friends at the gym and there was like some people whose lives were like still at the place where they were able to work out every day. They were oh, very yeah. strict about it and they, you know, but I'm like, what happens if you have to get a surgery and you can't, are you going to like fall apart? Right. Like, I mean, shit happens. So I think you, and, you could be a little bit more moderate about it and that's better. Yeah. And you have more and of a chance of keeping up with it and doing it. You and know? there's certain, there's a certain amount of fitness that I have to maintain in order yeah. to do my job. So right. like, I, I know that, you know, yeah, but everyone's dying to, to like, listen. Everyone's dying to know what you do and what you is, but we're not going to talk about that because we never <laughs> no, did. Right. That's like a very private thing. It's not anything to is. do with SCX or anything like that, but it's very, no. the reason why she doesn't want to talk about it is because it's a very specific niche thing and she wouldn't want to give away her identity. Right. That's the Every, reason. Everyone would know who I was. Right. So if that's they, why if they we listen don't. to this. Yeah. Everyone would know who it was. Right. In so, fact. Right. So yeah. that's why we don't talk about what she does or anything. That's why I'm not asking. I know, you know, because normally yeah. I ask what everyone's thinking. So I think people are asking because it sounds interesting what you're saying and you're alluding <laughs> to. But let's because I have like 10 minutes left. So let's get back yeah. to the whole. So now you don't do gangbangs. That's not in you don't even want that anymore, right? Do you guys talk no. about the gangbang? Like, is it like a hot scenario for you guys? Mm, not for, no, not Because for he's him. not, he, he can't <laughs> deal with that now. He doesn't, he doesn't like to think of me in that way because I'm right. his wife. Right. Um, so, you know, for me, um, from, I mean, I don't even really, I think when we spoke about it first, like it's hard to even know the remember the details. Like yeah. it was such a whirlwind and it's like, you know, you're just like all of a sudden it's over and you're like, Oh my God, <laughs> I God, I'm sore and I'm tired and like what just happened? And so it's funny because he was the first guy that showed up there and he's the only one that I really remember like much about. Right. Because Everything you had else four guys like, that night. Why did I think mm-hmm. it was five? Maybe one didn't show up or? There was a guy that kind of ran the whole thing. Oh, he okay. was a fifth guy, but he didn't participate. Okay. So you did, you yeah. had five guys, you had five guys there, but four guys mm-hmm. participated. Your yeah. guy being the first, the guy you wind up marrying was the first one that yeah. came. And now does anybody know about your gangbang besides me and all my listeners? Uh a couple of my good friends. Really? Um, and they're and they're like, oh my God. <laughs> and do they know that this husband participated? All the details? Yeah. Yeah. But I like literally like like two people. And so 
um, I mean, I get mostly like, like, it's not even like a, like, I don't get, I, I'm not, I have never been judged poorly about it. It's like, holy crap, that's amazing and crazy. Like they want to know details and like, right. they're turned on, turned on by it. And it's so funny. Like all, a lot of my friends in my profession know my husband and like, cause he comes with me and like, I swear they fantasize about him. Right. <laughs> like He's hot. I, yeah and like he's just such a good guy like right they just see what a wonderful person he is and like how well he takes care of me and like it's just a very lonely profession and it's mostly women mm-hmm. and um I think most of them would would love to have a hot black dude to come back to like to their room right you know and and a lot of it when we first when we first started traveling with me and I was still married like I had to kind of like let them know like hey there's a guy around like I have an open marriage, you know, right. This is, this is, it's, it's all above board. Um, but you know, we would have to like travel, have sex that I would go to work and I'd have the glow and they'd be like, Oh my God, <laughs> are you having sex again? <laughs> I'm like, yep. And when I'm done, I'm going to, we're going to do it again. <laughs> but how do you, was he the, was because like I said, I got, shit for one person like why would you put black in the title I don't know they were they thought it was like very racist to me but like um because like I said it was specific that was what you were looking for had you ever been with a black man before I don't remember nope right nope and had you always wanted to was that something you like used to fantasize about yeah or did you just like big dicks I mean is he well huh like they all say I know people are gonna give me shit for that too yeah, and like the the stereotype, I guess, of like um, strong and you know, uh, not dominant, not dominant sub, but just somebody who can take control. I think yeah. that's what I was really into. Uh huh. So, yeah, the, like the stereotype of it. Right. But you had never been with one. But like, like I said, did you you did fantasize about it? I mean, that was something oh, yeah. that you were like, oh, I, I want to be. I just with my husband. I mean, we, we watched videos together. He's like, I know what you want to watch. I'm like, mm, yeah. Was it gangbangs? So, I don't remember. It was it gangbangs yeah, with black eyes? Yeah. Yep. So interesting. Yes, it right? was. <laughs> because there, it's just so funny that like there was this part of you that was like, hey, go over here and have a black eye. I was like, maybe that was the only way they could get you. You know, they who I don't know who they is, but the universe, I don't know, you know, I could get you to meet this guy because how else would you meet him? I don't know. You right. know, but right. it's just like, so interesting. We, if anyone's like a puppet master, if there is a puppet master out there, right? It's uh, just interesting that that's the way it worked out, right? Yeah, we, we feel the same way. Like we, we feel like there was an invisible hand that brought us together and that we we just really lucked out. Right. And know? if the invisible really hands were out. up there, they were like, and there, I think that there's two. This is why I'm saying they like, he's got one, you got one. And they're like, how the fuck are we going to get these two to me? Like she's over here. She's married. <laughs> like, let's make her what? Like he, he's like horny. Like let's make her do a gangbang. I don't even know. Honestly, it's so fucking far fetched that I don't even know how it's, that conversation would go. But somehow you got in this desire to fuck a, a bunch of black guys like gangbangs like that was like your thing. I know it's so crazy and and he was like the star like he was billed as the star how did he well, why was he the star do you remember because yeah because he because a he has a big dick right b can like go two or three times two or three times like right 
I mean, he was like, hey, you want this guy. You want this one. Right. And so it's funny. Like, we joke about taking taking the star player out of commission. <laughs> like, has to go to the reserve. But, right. again, like, I I think, like, the, the whole, like, situation with the game mains, like, they just kind of tapered off the guy who, who would get them together. I, I think something happened and he was no longer able to do it so but i would have been okay if he wanted to keep doing that because i know that it's probably women like me right and like i have zero problem with it right because you know that you weren't there looking for your husband even though you weren't right. meeting one you were there just to get a lot of dicks inside of you i mean you were looking yep. for 10 dicks afterwards right <laughs> yeah. like you wanted to one-up yourself i thought so <laughs> I yeah thought i wonder so. i wonder if like you know 10 years from now because you're been with him for a bunch of years right but like maybe yeah. you know in five more or seven more you know you might get that itch what's great about you guys is if you do if that ever comes back around i mean he doesn't want it though because listen there's a lot of guys that have that kink right they want they they really feel turned on by seeing their wife with somebody else he obviously doesn't have that so i don't no. know how that could change you know so if you got I mean, that have to itch, conversation it yeah right mm -hmm. um at the moment i don't i don't anticipate it but no i didn't anticipate ever you know ever doing what i did in the first place so you know <laughs> i mean it, it, yeah things can change for sure Right. But For do you sure. ever like, cause you said like, you know, when you were with your husband, you would like watch porn and it was gangbang porn. I mean, is, are you still watching gangbang porn with this guy or nope. is that, is that done? Cause you scratched that itch. I scratched it. Like right. the itch is gone, gone. Right. Interesting. So, I mean, I don't even really want, I mean, we, we might watch some together, you know, like, yeah. you know, but it's never, it's, it's, it's usually just some white woman with a big ass and a black dude with a big dick. Right. <laughs> so. And how big is his dick? Cause you know, we always talk, I've talked on with a guy recently and it was, it was about like, cause sometimes, you know, I'm always like, I would never want anything that long because like the inside of a woman is how many inches before you hit the cervix. Yeah. Right. So like, what the yeah, fuck? Yeah. how is he like one of those guys that is really long and really thick or just regular yeah. size and thick? It's pretty, it's pretty long and thick. It's about 10 inches. So can you take that so, all the way inside? Like what goes, how do you take it all the way in? Not, not quite. Like I think there's always a little bit that still can't get all the way. And do you deep so. throat? Do you know how to deep throat? Mm-hmm. You yeah. do? Yeah. That was, a, that was like one of the challenges when I, when I had all the guys. I'm like, I want to see if I can deep throat these dudes. Did we talk and about I, on that on the first episode? I don't remember. I don't, I don't know. I don't remember. But yeah, that was one of my like, one of my, cause I, I don't know why, but I love I love sucking dick. Right. And so, and that's like. It's that's so really funny. You love it so much that me. you just whispered that. Like, it's so naughty. <laughs> no, well, my, my, one of the kids just came. Oh, home, so okay. I'm like, I was I'm like. Oh. <laughs> Wait, so you, so you, but so you, was that the first time you did take them all in or were you always able to deep throat, but you just didn't know always. if you could do a big it's, one? Uh, it's. Yeah, it's it's a it's a talent. <laughs> so it really is. If you were here, I'd give yeah. you a fucking high five because I yeah. can't I can't deep I can't put a lollipop in my mouth like a little bit you know <laughs> oh, yeah. one inch in no. like, without gagging like oh my god you could I, take I it all the way in. Yep, yep. And that so. ten inches, how far down? How far could you take it? I can I can take it and lick his balls with my tongue. S you could put it in your mouth and it goes all the way uh -huh. 10 inches down? Yeah. 
No wonder why he's like married to you. <laughs> yeah, there's a reason. There's a reason. That's for sure. And you could take him. Do you guys have anal sex or just regular? No, no, he's not. He's not interested. And and I've I've done it. Yeah. But with as thick as he is, I yeah. just don't. I it's it's scary. I mean, it, we could if we took our time. Like we we've talked about it. Yeah. And we've like you know planned it, and it just never happens. And he's right. like, why would I want to put it in your ass when you have a great pussy? Right. Right. So, right. And you could take you it. Know. I think a lot of girls wouldn't be able to take ten inches and all that. Th- have you ever measured him? Do you know how thick around he is? No. I. I <laughs> our our response if somebody asks like how big, and we're like big enough. Big enough. Right. Just like <laughs> thick enough. Right. Enough. <laughs> thick enough that you don't want it in your ass. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but not thick enough that you can't take it. You can't deep throat it. It's crazy, right? Yeah, no. It's uh, that is that is one of my uh, one of my talents. That's for sure. I don't think um, many people expect it. So, yeah, um, but no. yeah, that was that was. I think that I think that's why I got a ring. Yeah, that's that is you. Now you could go from being gangbang Christine to deep throat Christine. <laughs> that's fine with me. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's all going to be in. Uh, no, I, I earned I earned that first title for sure. Oh my god! Well, it is going to be titled <laughs> "Gang Bang Christina's Back," but we are going to like you know in my description it will be like how she likes to deep throat and stuff. Thank you so much for calling in. I mean, the truth yeah, is, your absolutely. guy was going to be on this call, right? But he got. Yeah. Uh, he cold got feet. cold feet, but that's cool. If he ever wants to come on, I mean, feel free to let yeah. me know, and I'd love to have him on and and get his side of things. Right? It would be interesting. Plus, he also yeah, he's lucky enough to you know his story is interesting. Right? He wound up meeting this girl at a gangbang. He's able to <laughs> fuck other women. She's cool with it. I you know, know that's right? always <laughs> a good story. He brings the story back, and you know he can maybe get more details about the stuff that he does too as well i don't know if you want to hear it though right maybe not i i've heard a lot of it oh Um, yeah you're right you you get turned on by it yeah yeah and so you know we've we've and and with the way that we travel i mean there's a lot of time that we spend you know either driving or um flying or whatever that we're together and you know what what else do you talk about yeah 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 so he you guys could listen to and then go have sex yeah, yeah. <laughs> you never know. If he yeah, calls stuff. in and he could tell the stories, the stuff that you've heard already. Um so yeah, so yeah. let you know, let him know that if he ever wants to come on, I I'd will. love to have him. Thank you so much. I can't wait Thank to air you. this. I'm gonna air it this week. Okay. Oh, I'm I'm excited. I, I, I have I will admit I did not I did not know that you had the YouTube and I have not read any comments. I don't know if I will. Uh, you um, might not want to because I just so. had I just aired this poor girl Jessica was on she was fucking awesome she was very upfront about all this stuff she's got like a bucket yeah. list she wants to do all this shit right kind of like a you she want you know you I want to do a gang to yeah uh, yeah and like but she has got she was like horrified emailing me like look i looked at youtube and now i can't believe it like it's people are like trashing her these guys like she's yeah. annoying she's it's like ridiculous and i have to say that i mean i'm used to it because i have a show and i have like yeah i think i have like a bunch of i have a lot of reviews right and a lot of them are right. bad most of them are good right for every one person that is rude there's like ten thousand that aren't but you know, those one will always sting, you know, because you feel so bad. But yeah. like, listen, you could always go on to YouTube and respond to those motherfuckers. But read it. It's yeah. kind of interesting. But you might not want to just go back there and rehash it because they're all talking about this shit that was like so many years ago. But, you know, maybe you yeah, want to look at the ones that they comment from this this episode, you know? Yeah, yeah. We'll see. I mean, you know, I 
I if if I gave a shit what people thought, I wouldn't be where I am now. Exactly. So, so then... um, it's kind of a, uh, you know, it, it's not really like it will do nothing for me to know to to read anything. But I think I do think it's hilarious that I'm the most downloaded. So that that gives me a little bit of. Yeah, that's all you need to know. I don't (laughs) focus on the negative. Like Jessica, poor Jessica was focusing on the negative and like she doesn't have one like dislike on her video. She has so many people listening to it. I think that a lot of times, you know, people like tend to just be more uh, interested, more apt to go and comment something negative than something positive. I don't understand that mentality because I don't write bad reviews and stuff, but People do, yeah. but who fucking cares? And I, like, I listen to like I would read the ones for this one because, like I said, the other ones are rehashing shit from so long ago that you're so yeah. past it. Like, who cares about that? But yes, yeah, you are. Yeah. You and got it's the not their life. You yeah, know? you got the number one hottest black stud, right? These are the things you like, right? Like, you got the hottest yeah. guy with the biggest dick, and you have the most downloaded episode. Okay, so <laughs> high five yourself for that. Thank you so Absolutely. much for coming back on, and we'll talk to you again soon. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks for seeing me. Nice to talk to you. Bye. Okay. Bye. Bye. Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone? To anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is strictly anonymous. Strictly anonymous.